For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, I am delighted to have you, as always. Text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777 if you want the show notes. You should subscribe to the show notes. Uh, Get the podcast. Get the live stream. Follow me around social media. You should follow me on Instagram. Now, I'm going to, again, go off on another thing. I'm, I'm, uh, what, what do I have like? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll get there. Uh-huh. You never know what I'm going to say. Marvel. Marvel at the box office draw of Marvel's latest The Marvels, or whatever the Marveling Marvel it's about. Uh, it, it's the Brie Larson chick flick Marvel superhero power story they decided they wanted this this the the female superheroes girl power movie and it sucks well it's not that it sucks it's not apparently a terrible movie it's just who can keep up with this stuff can, can we yes i want to talk about marvel for a moment so the original avengers movies you what you, you had thor and iron man um, so you had, th- what, Thor, Iron Man, who else was in there? Um, you eventually, you got Spider-Man in there and the Black Widow and, and uh, Hawkeye. You, you had, um, well, you had the original cast there. The, all, all the original superheroes, the ones you cared about in the Marvel movies. They introduced the Guardians of the Galaxy and it was, it was the fun one. They had all these these movies, and you would go to the movies, and you would be entertained. And they led up to Endgame, Avengers Endgame, where the Avengers battled it out against, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, you had Black Panther there. Black Panther was a good movie. Now, yes, Black Panther got wrapped up in, in the woke stuff and the black nationalism and all that stuff, but it was it was, in and of itself, it was a good movie. They had a cast that you could care about. And they built it up over time, and they introduced some of the, the others. They, they, they brought in Mark Ruffalo as, as the Hulk, Bruce Banner. They brought in, um, what, you had War Machine in there. You had Paul Rudd was Ant-Man in there. They eventually, they introduced Brie Larson, and Brie Larson and Captain Marvel was not a fantastic movie. It just wasn't, and everyone kind of agreed. It wasn't a fantastic movie. 
The problem with Marvel is this, is they got bought by Disney. Disney had to do something with it, and they just kept expanding it. And they started doing Disney Plus TV shows. And those TV shows, you had to understand parts of them to then understand upcoming movies. And it just became too much for the average American to care about. It's like comic books in general. They get so complicated, eventually you kill everyone off. You kill off Superman, and you reboot him. Marvel did a better job in its movies than DC did with its garbage movies other than Christopher Nolan's Batman. I mean, Christopher Nolan's Batman stands the test of time as probably the best superhero uh, group of movies made. The Dark Knight is widely, this isn't me, the Dark Knight is widely considered probably the best superhero ever made, superhero movie ever made. And the Marvel movies, where the the DC movies were dark and the Dark Knight trilogy was pretty dark, the Marvel movies were funny, they were brightly colored and all that. Well, you just, you, you stop caring about these people over time. I tried to watch the Marvel series about the little Indian girl who becomes like some sort of Marvel superhero, and it bored me to tears, and I stopped watching it. And now she's apparently in the Miss Marvel movie or the the Marvels movie where they're the three of I could not care about this. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's a chick flick or, or it's, it's female. So it's just you can't keep up anymore. Time is limited. I devoted my time to in-game, and then also Marvel decided they had to be a little more woke. They had to be a little more PC. They had to introduce the, the, the officially gay character couple. They had to introduce the official, like, semi-quasi-suggested-to-be-a-lesbian character to, to fit all the woke anthems in the intersectional play card. And, and look, I, I really don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly like it doesn't really bother me. I expect them to do this sort of stuff, but it became too much to keep up with. And also, like, I, I I, don't really, like, need a check-the-box character. Oh, we have to have an explicitly gay character. Let's, let's check the box and make this character the gay character. Why? I don't care who they're sleeping with, but, you know, we've got to be affirming to everybody. It just It all became too much, too much gobbledygook. And now, no surprise, it's not doing well. The original Doctor Strange movie did fine. The next Doctor Strange movie, you had to remember parts of the old movies and, and Wanda, what's her name, and, and then you had to watch her TV show and it all tied together. It's just too unwieldy. I'm sorry. I, I don't care. I don't care about the relationships anymore. I don't care about them. I'm not going to go see this movie. I'll wait for it to come out. I might rent it on iTunes or something or watch it on Disney Plus when it streams. I'm already subscribed there. It's like what they've done with Star Wars, although I will say, some of the Star Wars movies have actually been pretty good. Or the Star Wars TV shows, like um, The Mandalorian was great. I didn't care that much for Ahsoka at the end. It was good. I liked it okay, but I didn't really care about it. I just watched it. I was in the minority of my friends. I liked Obi-Wan. Now, I didn't like the middle of Obi-Wan. I liked the beginning and the end. I could have done without the middle crap. The just I want to see Obi-Wan fight Darth Vader and beat him up, and I got that, and it was satisfying. But I didn't need, like, four episodes in the middle that sucked to get there. I actually, Andor, I've I've really enjoyed. It is a, it's actually a very enjoyable TV show that just happens to be set in the Star Wars universe. 
but you can watch that, understand it's sci-fi, it's future, and you don't have to you don't have to like worry about all the other details out there to appreciate that particular show. I liked it. It was adult intriguing drama. It just happened to be in the Star Wars universe. But it gets really hard to keep up with all this stuff and to keep being emotionally invested in all this stuff. And, and some of the characters just aren't that good. And Marvel kind of needs to go away for a little while, I think. I, 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 it's just these ancillary characters I don't care about, these tie-ins I don't care about. And can we be really honest here with some of these movies? You present a world-ending series of affairs. And you've always got to work in some stupid plot point of, well, where are the Avengers? Why could they not come solve this problem? Why must you, superhero no one cares about, solve a problem when you have Thor, the god of thunder, who could show up except Chris Emsworth can't be at every show because the contract would get unwieldy and Disney would go bankrupt. That's really the only reason. Why can't Chris Pratt show up in every movie and and solve it? Um, Why can't you bring Tony Stark back to life? Because everybody else gets resurrected in these movies. Why not him? Because Robert Downey Jr. got tired of the role. It just, it's got to be a bit too much. I'm no longer excited. Now, like the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse animated films, my son and I love those two movies, and I didn't realize the second one is part of a trilogy, and I'm really looking forward to the third one coming out. I am. And I would watch another Chris Hemsworth Thor movie, but the last Thor movie sucked. It was not good. It it did took all of the stuff people liked about the second one and amplified it so much it really wasn't a movie. It was a series of gags that lost their punch. And I would be interested in a Hawkeye movie as opposed to a Hawkeye TV show. I, I, I could go, but leave out all the other stuff. Leave out all the other tie-ins. I don't want to have to keep out of this stuff. But I really... I really, really, really resent like hell this thing that Hollywood is doing these days where they are explicitly making girl power movies that are explicitly about girl power that explicitly are exclusionary to a male audience by making all the jokes in your face, anti-man arguments and punchlines about the guys. And then when the movie flops, you're like, well, a bunch of men didn't want to go watch the movie. Bunch of sexists. You should be guilted into going to watch the movie. It's what they did with the female Ghostbusters movie. The female Ghostbusters movie was not a good movie. And what Sony decided to do with the movie was say, well, it's a bunch of men don't want to go watch a bunch of women because they're a bunch of sexist, misogynists. No, your movie sucked. It wasn't funny. It took itself seriously. It took all of the best parts of the original Ghostbusters and ruined it and brought in a bunch of new stuff that nobody found funny except for the three women who were part of the cast and crew. And this is the larger cultural commentary point you've sat here waiting for. Wokeism ruins everything. And Hollywood investing in the woke anthems and the woke stories and the woke plot points 
Nobody cares about that stuff except for about 1% of the population. But because that 1% of the population is so loud and obnoxious, and that 1% of the population is partly part of Hollywood, they cater to it, and it's just a circle of jerks putting on a terrible movie that no one can get emotionally invested in because the only thing you want is for it to be over and the cast and crew to die. You just don't care about any of them anymore. You're just ready to be put out of your misery if they're not put out of their misery first. It's not entertaining stuff. Y'all, it's not entertaining stuff. So much of the woke stuff that wins the Oscars these days. I mean, you you, you look at the movies, you can tell the movie that's going to win an Academy Award because it's the one you haven't seen that's the one most offensive to your values. And that movie is guaranteed to win. If you were to produce a movie tomorrow that was about a a pedophile priest who realizes that his pedophilia is actually rooted in the manifestation of his sexual ambiguity and that he goes through gender reassignment and turns out to be a hero on the other side and apologizes to all the children who become affirming gay couples for this priest, that movie's going to win an Academy Award because it's offensive to everybody except Hollywood. You know it's going to happen. You know that's the movie that wins the Academy Award. It's that predictable. Nobody wants to watch that movie. Nobody cares about that movie. You want the protagonist to be dead because he's actually an evil person who abused children, but he has some revelation where he becomes the protagonist who becomes the hero of the show, and Hollywood gives it an Academy Award. It makes no money at the box office. It bankrupts the production house that produced it, and everybody says, oh, it's got an Academy Award. Why won't you watch it, you bigot? Because it's a terrible movie about a terrible person who did terrible things, who Hollywood villain, who Hollywood amplifies as a hero at the end. It's that gotten that predictable. Hollywood is broken. And how do I know it's broken? Because they went on strike for half a year and none of us cared. The writers went on strike. The actors went on strike. And none of us cared. Because there's plenty of other stuff out there to be entertained by that isn't offensive to our values. And yet Hollywood is convinced it must offend our values and that in the offense of our values, it's worthy of awards. So now Marvel has out this Marvel's movie. It's not doing well and they can't accurately diagnose why. The rest of us know it's because they're presenting us heroes and protagonists that no one cares about and they've complicated the relationships and the plot points too much that none of us want to even try to care better that they do what they do in the comic books and just wipe out all the characters and reboot we can have captain america and thor and ant-man and and the black widow and all of them again just bring in new actors and redo the same stories and you might actually get people to watch them again as to all these complicated woke plot points and nonsense he'll do the research and give it to you straight eric erickson is live every weekday Want to be on the show? Come on, be on the show. Call Eric now at 877-973-7425. Greetings, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries 
is they're having a huge rally in Washington today in support of Israel after a weeks on end of, of pro-Hamas protesters on college campuses and marching the streets across America. This is what Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic leader of the House, says, and I quote, Israel has an absolute right to defend itself against Hamas terror always and forever. That's his quote. Israel has an absolute right to defend itself against Hamas terror always and forever. This is a a real separating point among people, those on the side of Israel and those on the side of Hamas. Meanwhile, Candace Owens is out suggesting uh, we only care about Israel because of Jewish dollars. You're learning that some of the people that you vehemently disagree with are actually more decent people than some of the people that you agree with politically when it comes to stuff like this. We're seeing this play out in real time around the country. Now, they screened what I chose not to see in Atlanta from members of Congress today. Or no, it was last night. Uh, The Hamas, the raw footage off the Hamas body cameras and the recovered footage from their cell phones that they were sending to friends and family of, of them butchering Israelis, raping Israeli women, beheading people, burning people alive, all the all the horrible, horrible things they did. Members of Congress were seen leaving the room crying. Do you know, no reporter has shoved a camera in the face of Ilhan Omar or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Rashida Tlaib or Lana Presley or any of the other Hamas caucus members and asked them why they weren't there. I, I, I believe they weren't. Maybe some of them were. But I believe they were not there. They didn't go. They didn't want to see why. You know if it was a Republican who was on the other side of the situation, the media would be demanding to know why they weren't there, why they didn't watch. These people don't show up to watch this stuff, and and there's no questions asked, no harm, no foul, no big deal. They treat the progressives differently. Now, we know and we expect it, but it's always worth pointing out that that is what they're doing in these sorts of situations. If it was a Republican, they'd demand accountability. For the left, no. I want you to be accountable to your bottom line with Stamps.com. If you are a small business doing a lot of shipping during the holiday season, you go to Stamps.com, you click on the microphone, you put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You can save big with Stamps.com up to 84% off UPS and post office shipping rates. You get the quickest options. You get the cheapest options. You get supplies. They're even going to give you a free digital scale so that you don't have to worry about inaccurate weighing. You get the free digital scale and no long-term commitment and no contract. You can cancel at any time. But you save money on your shipping, and you don't have to stay in line. You can even do what I do and arrange pickup at your home or office. So they come to you to pick up the packages. You don't go to them. You don't have to stand in line. This holiday season, that saves you time. It's fantastic. It's stamps.com. You click on the microphone, and you put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You get a limited-time offer. You get set up immediately. You get free postage. You get a free digital scale. You don't have a contract to sign. You don't have a long-term commitment. You just start saving today. And Stamps.com knows that you'll save enough and it'll be convenient enough that you're going to keep using them. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone. Put in my name, Eric. Get started today with no long-term commitment.
smart, fearless, and occasionally funny. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Steve, I'm going to go to you next. Welcome to the show, Steve. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Eric? Good. What's going on? I was looking uh, at the 14th Amendment a little bit, and I thought maybe it might apply to the, uh, you know, the unborn states being able to take away life, liberty, or property. Um, just wanted to get your take on that. You know, that's that's actually a great question. There is an argument that uh, pro-lifers make. Let me read. Um, let me let me read the text here. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the states wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deprive any person within its jurisdiction the equal protections of the law. Now, um, there are arguments that pro-lifers have made. I believe Ramesh Panuru at National Review is is one of them, though don't hold me to that, I, but I'm pretty sure Ramesh is one that essentially interprets the 14th Amendment as um, if you are a, a human being in the United States and your parents are Americans, you are an American citizen entitled to protection under the 14th Amendment, and that includes the unborn. Um, and there is a, a strain of legal argument that some of the pro-life community make that the 14th Amendment applies to the unborn and that they cannot be executed without due process, and because they've done nothing wrong, it doesn't apply, therefore you give them life. Now, the problem is that um, the, the contradiction there is all the very opening sentence is all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States in the state where they deprive. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States. So that apply, uses the word citizens, and it says all persons born in the United States are citizens. Well, the unborn aren't born, therefore not citizens. What the pro-lifers argue is actually notice the shift is it goes from citizen to people, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deprive deny to any person within his jurisdiction the equal protections of the law. Well, a, an unborn child is a person, just a person not yet born. So all persons born are citizens, therefore the child's not a citizen, but they are a person, and therefore they're a person who can't be deprived of life. That's that's the way the argument works. It, my personal view is that it's a great academic argument, but in the practical reality of American jurisprudence, it falls flat in court. Um, because the law applies to the born, not the unborn. Um, in most cases, homicide, there are some exceptions in some states for a child in utero who dies, but it's an academic argument, not one that's actually tested out in American jurisprudence. Dwayne, you're going to be up next. Well, oh, Dwayne just hung up right as I was clicking the button. Dwayne hung up on me. That's fine. 
All right, we can move on then because there's a story in, where is this? The Washington, no, Fox 5 DC. Listen to this. The Washington mayor, Muriel Bowser. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just going to admit it. Don't cancel me. Please don't cancel me. Am I the only one who, when I hear the woman's name is Muriel Bowser, the very first thing I think of is the bad guy from Mario. Like, what has the mayor of D.C. done with Princess Peach? I mean, what 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 is what is what has the mayor done with Princess Peach? I'm sorry, it's just it's a product of my generation growing up. A Bowser's an uncommon name outside of the Mario universe, and Bowser's the bad guy. Throw throw a banana peel at the mayor. See if you can take. <laughs> All right, in any event, Mayor Bowser in the third world crime-ridden hellhole that is Washington, D.C., has declared a public emergency, not because Mario and Luigi are coming, but because, well, there's an opioid crisis and youth violence. Bowers' office says the public emergency declaration will allow the D.C. government to respond more efficiently and urgency, urgently to these two problems by authorizing expedited procurement, the disbursement of funds, and the activation, implementation, and coordination of mutual aid agreements between the district, federal, state, and local jurisdictions as appropriate. Although each of these urgent crises are to some extent geographically concentrated, the nature of the two emergencies demands citywide response. Now... Step away from the statement from Mayor Bowser. And let's focus on this. We don't have Mario and friends riding their go-karts in an unsafe manner down the streets of D.C. throwing turtle shells and banana peels. We have people carjacking others at gunpoint violently in some cases, beating them in some cases. We have a drug epidemic in Washington, D.C. It has turned the city into one of the most crime-ridden places in America. Again, it used to be the murder capital of the world, and it's rapidly headed that way again. Chicago is looking at it thinking, my gosh, D.C., you've lost your mind. That's how bad the crime is in Washington, D.C. right now. And the mayor... The mayor and the Washington, D.C. City Council have gone so far down the woke rabbit hole, the law-abiding citizens are treated worse than the criminals. You know, in Washington, D.C. now, they have traffic cameras. I want you all to know I oppose traffic, auto-detected traffic violations. In Georgia, we've started putting these speed detection devices and cameras around schools. and It's to protect the children. It's really to raise revenue. Some of these schools are so far off the road, you're never going to hit a kid. But they're putting these traffic cameras and stuff out to make money. And it, it's lobbyists tied to politicians are getting contracts for these companies. In Washington, D.C., they're all over the place. And they're designed especially to go after the people who don't live in Washington, D.C. Now, some of you think it's a good idea. I have a friend of mine who will go nameless, who is listening to the program right now. I know he is. Who thought I was kind of off my rocker with my opposition to these speed cameras and stuff. 
till he got a ticket. Wasn't even going much over the speed limit. And the signs are very confusing because these cameras in Georgia in particular, they work all day through the school day. And and the little signs suggest they only work in the mornings and the afternoons when kids are present, not in school. It's, it's totally a scam. What D.C. does is they put this out and they abdicate police work to automation. It winds up being a tax on poor people because the rich people can hire the lawyers to write the letters and say, hey, it wasn't him driving. You have no proof it was him driving. You can't do this. And they get, a, they, they get out of the ticket. It's the poor people who can't afford the lawyer to write the letter. You're up to three tickets? Good grief, man. Come on. I, I, this, I, I, listen, I'm morally offended by these things, but when you go through the place three times on the way to get your wife bacon and egg biscuit, you got to slow down the third time. I'm I'm just, uh, wow. It's But it's awful. It's awful. And what Washington has done is they've abdicated policing to these automated cameras to write speeding tickets to people, and then they don't let the police go after the real bad guys. They, they hamstring them. They, they, they tie their hands and say, no, you can't. And it's created a real crisis in the city where they're more concerned with collecting speeding revenue from people who don't live in the city on their way out of the city, and they don't actually fight real crime in the city. What does the police department stand for? And it's happening around the country where local jurisdictions offload traffic violations to raise money to cameras. And if you're in the state of Georgia and you're in the legislature, you should vote to kill these things, by the way. I've never gotten a ticket from them. I slow down. I comply with the law. And it makes me mad every time I go through because I know they don't really care about the kids. They care about the money. They say they care about the kids, and they don't. It's a ruthless scheme by outside operators to make money, and it's a tax on the poor. And then what do you do to the poor? You don't actually send police to their neighborhoods. You got third world hellholes in this country in major metropolitan areas because Democrats can't run cities. Democrats don't care to run cities. Democrats just want to make money off the city. So they put in the cameras tied to lobbyists, tied to their friends' businesses. They get a kickback. And then they let the cities go into the gutter. Crime everywhere, drugs everywhere, homeless everywhere, drug addicts everywhere. Nobody feels safe. And they've convinced themselves they're doing the business of the people. They've convinced themselves it's a good thing. I kid you not. I am not making this up. Hand on the Bible. I am not making this up. And I say it that way because some of you will just absolutely not believe me. But it is the God's honest truth in Washington, D.C. The police have now prepared guides for individuals on how to avoid getting carjacked. Do you know what the guide says? If you're traveling on a multi-lane highway, be in the center lane because there might be traffic in the other two lanes that deter people from approaching you. If you are approached at a stoplight and it is safe to run the stoplight, run the stoplight. And if you are pulled over for a traffic violation, the only things they care about policing, explain to them that you were being carjacked and you had to do it. Travel in pairs. Don't drive by yourself, particularly after night. Keep your car locked. And the irony here is if you drive fast to avoid the carjacker, the automatic camera tracking machine will give you a speeding ticket, and you're not going to be able to call into it and say, hey, I'm sorry, I was avoiding being carjacked. They don't care. The machines don't care. They just want the revenue for the city. 
In San Francisco, they couldn't clean the poop off the streets until the communist leader of China came because they don't care about the residents either. It's frankly a matter of them not caring. They don't care. And it's happening all over the, the nation. In Atlanta, you got the Antifa thugs marching in the streets, shooting at police officers, firebombing uh, fire stations, and the local authorities are like, eh, I got to get the state involved and, and charge them as terrorists. Let the Republican leaders of the state charge them as terrorists because the local governments run by the Democrats are like, eh. People don't feel safe anymore. Democrats can't run cities. And I got to just tell you, for the love of all that is good, decent, and holy in America, if the Republicans could just nominate someone for president who's not an individual distraction and can't stay on message, they could own this issue. I mean, they're already seeing black voters abandoning Joe Biden. You give them someone other than a man with 91 indictments and, and who can't stay on message, it just you, you would walk away with it. I mean, the Republicans are just convinced that Donald Trump's the only one who can win, and if he doesn't win, it's stolen. The Democrats are convinced Joe Biden's the only one who can win, and if he doesn't win, it's the rise of the authoritarian state and the end of America. Meanwhile, most Americans are like, please, can I just have a prostate exam without anesthesia, a colonoscopy, and a root canal without anesthesia? I would rather those three things than either of these two men for president, and both parties have decided to do politics by proctology on the American people. And nobody wants it. This is going to be an election with the lowest turnout in American history. And then the people who don't participate are going to get blamed if the other guy wins as opposed to the people picking the two people no one wants ruining the country with two old geriatrics who just scream and don't know where they're going. Good Lord, this nation. We as a people get the government we deserve. Sadly, God save us from ourselves. Now, let me save you from yourself doing a terrible, terrible thing, and that is going to a big box store and buying a one-size-fits-all computer when you could go to Vision Computer and let them build precisely what you want and need. All you got to do is go to visioncomputer.com, visioncomputers.com. Or you call them, better yet, call them anywhere in the country. Call Vision Computer at 404-COMPUTE. 404-COMPUTE. You tell them I sent you, they're going to save you some extra money. They're going to build your computers, and then they're going to service your computers. They will become your IT department. They will give you a super exclusive phone number you can call whenever you have a question. How do I do this? Faster than a Google search, they answer the phone and give you the answer you need. If there's something wrong, they help you with it. If you can't figure it out, they can remote into your computer and do it for you, saving you money. You don't have to have an in-house IT department for your home or your office. They'll take care of your whole office. And if you don't have their computers for a small annual fee, they'll take care of your office as well. 404-COMPUTE, that's the phone number, 404-COMPUTE. You call Vision Computers, you tell them I sent you, they'll save you even more money. I, I got to tell you, just as an aside, we have one of their computers at our house. My kid, in all of the time we've had it, has never had to ask me how to do something. He calls Vision, they answer the phone. They solve his problem. They take care of him. They answer his questions. I've never had to be tech support. It is the first time in my life I haven't had to be tech support for my family. Worth every penny. 404 Compute Vision Computers. Want to be on the show? Hello. Hello. I, I love your show. Call Eric now at 877-973-7425.
Get the podcast, live stream, email, and social media links by texting Eric to 33777 now. Yes, text Eric to 33777. Josh, I'm intrigued by your phone call. Welcome. How are you? How you doing, Eric? Very nice to talk to you, sir. Thank you. So I've actually I've heard a couple of different reports about these red light camera or uh, like like school bus cameras and uh-huh. then the school zone cameras. And I know somebody that got a ticket from one of them and didn't find out about it until he started getting calls from collections agencies. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely all about revenue. Oh, There's, it is. It, it, and, you know, yeah, they so, use collection agencies. They're, they're not even real law enforcement agencies doing this. And, and yeah, it's no. – it, it, You it, won't get a warrant – like if you get – you won't get a warrant out for your arrest or anything, a summons for court. You just have to pay the ticket. Otherwise, it, it goes into collections. It goes into collections and it affects your credit score too. It's a tax on poor people. That, Correct. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, I, I, Josh, look, I appreciate it. I, 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 I have never gotten one. I try to obey the laws – like I would be murdering people going 60 in the 70 mile an hour lane if I if I didn't obey the law. So obey the laws. I haven't gotten one of these. I drive through these every day. I haven't gotten a ticket. I do the right speed limit, and it makes me mad every time I go through. I kind of understand the ones on buses because you do have idiots who drive past the bus and they run over kids. But when you've got a school that is set back from the road and you're allowing these cameras to run from the morning to the evening, not just in the morning and afternoon dropout, drop pickup times, and then you've got a place like Washington, D.C. that's in the middle of a crime wave, and they've outsourced police enforcement to these remote camera speed traps just to raise revenue, I am so vehemently opposed to them. It is a punishment to poor people who cannot hire a lawyer or or – find a way to send in a letter to deny it's them to make a case against them um it, it is it's a bunch of frankly in, in a lot of states it's republican white republicans who are don't care about the poor people enough to do anything about it but in other places like washington dc it's the money grubbing city council trying to make money off of poor people and in the case of dc they position them at the at the lines of the of the district so it's the people who commute into the district for work who are getting nailed and not the residents in most cases. I just, I, I'm offended by the very notion of it. There's no due process. It, it is a scam run by lobbyists and corporations that have political influence and ties. It's not saving lives. The bus camera ones make sense to me given, given the situation, but these others, they don't. You're not saving a life. You're just bilking your residents. You're taxing the poor people. And and you got a massive crime wave in this country. And they're like, but our tax revenue is good from law enforcement. Yeah, because you're using these cameras. I just I'm so indignant about them, morally opposed to them. And you just wait until you run afoul of one and and see what your recourse is and how they affect your credit score. If you don't get proper notice and it just oh, my gosh, it's horrible. Uh, I kind of like the people in London who are smashing the cameras, but that's another topic for another day. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.